0: Hey guys, good evening. My name is Toeshio Yebade from the Reconciliation Ministry and I'm excited to be with you once again. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your feedback. God bless you abundantly in Jesus' name. Amen. Over the past weeks in the month of November, by the help of the Holy Spirit, we started treating the topic, Go Again, and we've been encouraging ourselves in the Lord that it is not over until God says it is over. There's one thing I know about God. It likes to bring spotlight on you when you least expect. It likes to bring glory to you when it seems like all hopes are lost. See, if God doesn't, um, if it doesn't happen in God's time, it will be ruined. Let me put it that way, because. You know that as we humans, we have our own structures, we have our own expectations, thinking, oh, ideally this should be when this should happen, this should be when that would happen. But if the Father is saying to you to wait, and He's saying to you, I want you to try again at this time, I want you to do this at this time, say, best believe that knowing that He created you, He has your best interest at heart. God always looks for people that are diligent that He will reward. And see, when it comes to God's promises, we have to realize that there are absolute promises and there are conditional promises. Now, with absolute promises, God will say, I shall, I will, I am. So when God says those things, those are absolute promises. It means that God is, you know, it's the responsibility of carrying out that word is on God, right? The burden of carrying out that word is on the Father. So you saying, I'm going to carry this from beginning to the end. But when it comes to conditional promises, we must realize that conditional promises are you and God partnering together to bring to pass that prophecy, to bring the, to pass that word, to bring to manifestation that which you desire of the Father. So God will say things like, if you will, if conditional promises start with if many times they might not always start with if but you will notice that there's a condition attached to the manifestation of the word so god is saying to you that i am going to do my part but you have to do your part i am going to bless you with this if you do this but many times with believers we want god to carry on the old burden of conditional promises, God is not going to do that because he will not do for man that which he has equipped man to do for himself. Let me say that again. God will not do for man that which he has equipped man to do for himself. And so I want us to take like a journey down memory lane. Are there things that you're asking God that maybe you're even the one in between your promise? Maybe you're the one that is not... You know allowing the manifestation of the word to come to pass in your life remember that God had to make God had to make um, John the Baptist's father I'm trying to remember his name now John the Baptist's father I'm trying to remember his name God had to make him deaf God had to make him dumb rather for the duration, because God knew that if he makes him open his mouth right he's going to miscarry that promise so there are many times that he might be us oh, standing in the... Imagine if Joseph had said, um, if he had run away from Egypt. Imagine if he had said, I shouldn't be in this season. I should not be begging. I should not be a slave. Imagine if he had felt, this is too hard for me. I can't go through this. Imagine if David had felt, I can't be a shepherd boy again. I've been anointed as king. So why am I back to the, to the wilderness? Why am I back to shepherding the flock? I want to be in the palace. Imagine if Moses stayed being a shepherd with his father-in-law Jethro. Imagine if he didn't step out when God told him to step out. See, there are so many things that will happen to you, but you have to step out. There's so many things that, that should happen to you on the other side. And so everything you need is on the other side of intimacy. Remember that when we spoke about stewarding intimacy, we're able to see that everything that you need is on the other side of intimacy. So it is in your stewarding intimacy with the Father that you will know the weight. See, every prophetic word, and when I mean prophetic word, I mean words that God has spoken concerning you, that you will flourish, you will prosper, you will be this, you will be that. Those are your prophetic words. Now, in every prophetic word, there is a weight. I mean a -A W-A-I-T there is a waiting season. There is no prophetic word that will come to you. There's no time you will read the scripture that it will come to you as a prophetic word that, you know, you will not, even if the wait is for two seconds, God would want to take you through the process. Remember that we have spoken over here, we have uh, spoken on here rather, that God is so much interested in your journey and not in your destination. God knows your end and he's not interested in it. Quote and unquote. He knows where you will end. So he's not so moved. You are the one that is you know you are the one that is unaware the father knows when you will die he knows when I will die he knows he he knows everything literally but it is your journey even though the father has, has designed you Bible says in Jeremiah that before I formed you I have known you and so even though the father has formed you, he has known you, he has, you know, put things in place, put structures in place to ensure that you don't miscarry your destiny. Now, the onus is on you as a child to align yourself with prophecy. God said something was going to be this, it was going to be that. God told Manoah and his wife that this, your son, is going to be this, this, your son, is going to be that. God had plans and, 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 um, God had plans in place for something but along the line something happened to samson and he fell off you know that covenant with the father so which is why your journey is so important to god god wants to see you carry through the promise god wants to see you carry through on what he has called you to be on who he has called you to be because i know that we are always so fascinated about the end you know you want to know when this will happen you want to know when that will happen don't be so fast, don't be too engrossed in wanting to figure out, you know, what it will be. Let let your mindset be on what God wants you to do in the now. God wants you to do today. That's why God, will, when God told Abraham, God said, look from where you are. It always starts from where you are. And so, and so maybe as the year is coming to an end, you are burdened and you're thinking to yourself that, oh, this is going to happen or when will this happen? I want you to realize that... On the other end of what you need is everything that the Father has prepared for you. And so you have to start from where you are. Many times, we are looking for help in other places. We are looking for help in other structures. And the Father is saying to you that start from where you are. Start from, just from where you are. Everything that you need, the Father will bring to you. When Abraham was moving out, he didn't have everything figured out, right? He didn't know what was going to happen. God didn't even give him a blueprint. God didn't give him a roadmap. Just God just told him, look from where you are and start going. And start going. And so it means that for every step that Abraham t- took, he was he was leaning on, you know, God's spirit to tell him, Oh yeah, turn to the left, oh yeah, stay here, or oh, yeah, sleep overnight. You know, he was cons- consistently waiting on the father to tell him what to do next. And so he didn't have it all figured out no nobody in the bible had it all figured out when god was going to send moses to pharaoh moses didn't know that 10 plagues were coming what god told him was that i want you to go and tell pharaoh i want you to tell him that let my people go and god not even told him i said he's not going to listen to you but i still want you to go regardless I'm sure that moses was not emphasizing that there was going to be a red sea experience maybe if he knew that there was a red sea in front maybe moses would have even tried to convince god that they should go through another route moses didn't see the red sea coming he was as surprised as everybody else when he got to the red sea but one thing marked one thing identified moses one thing enlightened moses effort moses knew that if there is a red sea it means that god is able to make a way and so when the father gave him the word and told him to stretch the rod he did it, and the way was perfect. Imagine how, 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 um, how gratifying that might have felt for Moses. So many times we are so consumed with trying to figure it out, with trying to find out how it, how it's supposed to be. We're so consumed with this is we are so consumed with um, structure, like oh, you know, 8 a.m. This has to happen 12 p.m. God might sometimes disrupt your plans. See, God is even in the. God loves to disrupt plans. God will look at you, make all your plans. Oh, I want to be married at 25. I want to be done having kids before 30. I want to do this before 35. You know, you can make your plans, and the Father will be looking at you. <laughs> in fact, let me even shock you. The times that you will make the plans with the Father, like you and God will sit there like this, and God will tell you, Oh, yeah, in general, you will do this. You will make the, and you will be convinced in your spirit that God is telling you to do this. And that time will come, and God will tell you, I'm not doing that again. And God will tell you that I'm not doing that again. Because God can change his mind. God changed his mind concerning Saul. At first, God chose Saul that he was going to be king. And then God changed his mind, and God gave his kingdom to David. When David also sinned, God punished him. And we saw how that happened with David's sons fighting for for kingship. So we must be so steeped in intimacy. And we must remember when we talked about fluidity in the spirit. And you must be so fluid in the spirit that you know when God is changing something, when God is moving in a particular way, you must be fluid enough to spot it and align yourself. Which is why you cannot afford to give up. I know that the, the the year is you know coming to an end in like five weeks or thereabout. But guess what? It is not over until it is over. And if the Father is telling you, I want you to do this at this time, I want you, I want you to stop doing this at this time. I want you to now start doing this at this time. Don't say, Ah, God, is that like God saying to you? I want you to go to secondary school first before primary school. Don't be like, Ah, ah God, I should start with primary school. If God is saying, I'm equipping you to start from this level. I want you to know that God will not demand of you that which he has not given you to do. So if the father says, I want you to do this, I want you to say, um, build something for me. God is not speaking to you in your current reality. He's speaking to you in who he has called you to be. Remember that God called Joseph a prosperous man, even when he was in prison. Bible says that, and Joseph prospered in prison. Everybody in prison loved him. So God was not speaking to the joseph that was in prison god was speaking to the prime minister in joseph but there had to be a process and so i'm saying to you today that there is a process for you there is a process for you and it is your responsibility to sit with the father to know what the process will be to know what your season is to know what you should expect in that season and now you can better position yourself to receive of the father So as the year comes to a close, and as this month comes to an end, I want us to take some time to identify the places that we've given up on, the things that we felt like, oh, I'm unworthy of this, or maybe it's not my time, or maybe God doesn't want me to do this. I want you to highlight those things, and I want you to take some time to sit with the Father. And his thoughts concerning those things that God, okay, this thing, there was a time I was pursuing this thing, but something happened along the line and I was, unable, un, I was unable to see it to the end. Do you want me to sit it out? Do you want me to try again? See, God loves conversations. If there is anything I know that the Father loves, he loves curious minds. We saw that play out in the life of Moses. Moses would ask God questions and God was ready to give him answers. I know that you know religion has taught us that God is unquestionable. Who told us that God is unquestionable? Time and time again, we've seen people question God. Gideon literally told God, God, prove to me that, you know. Prove to me that you want me to do this. Even though I don't, I don't encourage anybody to be like Gideon, you know, telling God to show you signs every time. Nah, you know. But God did it. God did it. God listened to Gideon, a man that didn't even have the Holy Spirit, a man that Jesus Christ had not died for. God listens to Gideon, right? And three times Gideon told God, oh yeah, do this, do that, do this. And God showed up for Gideon every single time. So I want to also sit with the father this month and ask him questions like, God, okay, I started this thing in January, but you know, it didn't happen for me. I wanted to get married this year, but it didn't happen for me. God, am I supposed to like try again? Is this, like, should I be single for a while? Should I start dating again? Should I consider this person? You know, just have that awesome conversation with the Father where you are as vulnerable as you can. And you are as honest as you can. Because if you are not honest, guess what? He knows your heart. He knows what is in your heart. So even if you're trying to sugarcoat it for him, he knows what is in your mind. And he can read your emotions. He can read your silence. So there's no point coming to the place of prayer you know with packaging and trying to like um, sugarcoat things with the father don't do that come to God as vulnerable as you are right be open with the father as you are and let him tell you things that you need to try again over the things that he might tell you it's not for now try again in 2025 the things that he will tell you go again now go again i remember that the prophet kept telling his servants go again go again that was imminent. That had to be done now. But there are some things that the Father will be telling you to sit out now and wait for three years and wait for four years and wait for... Or that comes. Things will tell you, don't do that again, right? Don't try this again. Try this instead. But you will not know these things if you don't take out your time to sit with the Father. And so I want to encourage us that as the month comes to an end and as this year eventually comes to an end, I want to encourage us to spend more time communing with the Father I know that everybody is busy and life is going but guess what you are made a spirit first before you became a body before you started having a career God wants you to have a relationship with him first so your relationship with the father should be priority it should be top of the mind I want to encourage you to be more invested in your relationship with the father and let him speak to you on the things that he wants you to do again things that he wants you to stop doing or things that he wants you to start doing lot of God I call you blessed. Bye.